Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Experience Point Starfinder, your favorite queer Starfinder podcast. If you love our show, we hope you'll rate and review our, us on iTunes or wherever you consume your podcasts. Every review brightens our day and helps new listeners to find us. We don't pay to advertise any of our podcasts on Experience Points, so we hope you'll recommend us to your friends and just about anyone. If you'd like to support us, we hope you'll consider joining our Patreon. We'd be lost without our patrons. You keep our mics on and our dice rolling. We've got some great rewards, so check them out at patreon.com slash experience points. Keep up to date with all of our shenanigans, streams, and giveaways by following us on Twitter at EQPoints. If you want notifications for when we're streaming our episodes before they're released on the podcast feed, be sure to follow us on twitch.tv slash experience points. Please say hi. We love chatting with all of you. Stay tuned after the episode for some more exciting announcements. Be gay. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network. Hello and welcome. Um, this is Experience Points. Starfinder. <laughs> oh no, Callie. <laughs> what did you do? I immediately <laughs> broke it. I'm back. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you can't turn off your camera ever. Okay, this is fine. This is fine. I can fix this. I can fix this. It's fine. Uh, hi, I'm Kenny. Uh, my pronouns are he, they, and this is my fantastic cast. Uh, let's start with uh, Steph, who has the Kenzie's label. Steph. Hi, I'm Steph. Oh, I'm playing Navu Paleglade, who is our Gorin Scholar Solarian. My pronouns are she, her, Navus are she, they. Thanks, Steph. Callie, how's it going? <laughs> Great. Uh, I I may have hit the stop video button instead of the mute button, <laughs> to go, which is what messed up all the labels. Um, I'm it's Callie. So My pronouns are they, uh, them, or she, her. Uh, I'm playing uh, Isra, the jellyfish uh, vanguard, uh, whose pronouns uh, are not uh, important to them. Or really even in their culture so go for it fantastic thanks Callie. uh mackenzie how's it going good uh my name is mackenzie i play dr josephine pepper also known as dr joe and i am our human envoy icon and both of our pronouns are she her thanks and calric hello i'm calric i play throny ecos a witch warper ace pilot patra uh, both of our pronouns are he, him, and I have a squawks companion named Shimsy, and hers are she, her. Awesome. People really want to know, what is your accent going to be today? I have no idea. I have none. Could it's go pirate. Who knows? Yar. Yar. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Yes. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> um, yep, that'll, that'll be great. Um, okay, so uh, who wants to talk about what happened last time? Um, there was a lot of fighting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we fought an air elemental who was, for some unknown reason, to God immune to fire damage. And <laughs> that took an entire episode. <laughs> 
and then there was fighting an arm in a lab and Navu <laughs> a robotic arm in a lab <laughs> because Navu was facing off with an Akeshi um, named Vidak if I remember cor- yep. if I'm pronouncing that correctly from my notes um, who we're guessing was maybe the ringleader of the bloodshot folks that we decimated <laughs> for breaking into the museum and yeah he tried to pull a fast one to get past us and then gave up and we got absolutely nothing out of him so Callie um, Yisra <laughs> excised a implant from his wrist <laughs> Yes. So that we could access his portable computer and we got a key card for a cryogenerics. We also found out that Mama, whoever Mama is, hired everyone. Mama was the head of the Bloodshot gang, of the Bloodshots. Okay. And we found a ceramic onion. Oh, I forgot about the onion. (laughs) <laughs> I wrote down all this stuff forgot Magical about the onion, onion. Mm-hmm. now I do have a question about that the onion The onion. Mm-hmm. I do have a spell gem of identify do I feel like that would work with this because you said a mysticism check would help um is it consumable will the spell gem go away I believe it will sure it does work if you want to use it I don't believe it's you. almost I feel like, like the this DM, is a DM wants thing. you to get rid of it. No, no, no. I'm I, like I'm helping you identify good resources that you can use to further this story. Kenny, <laughs> the trust is gone. It's gone. You ruined. You're Nabu's using your a hole voice, so it makes me nervous. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, absolutely. Ruined. You should absolutely do that. And I I'm like, mm, oh, distrust. <laughs> yes, that yeah. would absolutely help. <laughs> God, if that was Thrawny's new voice, I would die. Just no. Me too. I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> Just full Mrs. Doubtfire. Hello! The <laughs> Ugh. All right. So, yeah, well, what's what's your choice going to be there, buddy? Do I do it. have Mrs. Do it. Well, listen to the agent of chaos. Well, oh, yeah. I'm untrained and have plus zero, so I could do mysticism. <laughs> um, you know what? Imagine what a roll nat twenty. I just want to see. I know you're a liar. Not bad. <laughs> I'm going to do it. So, okay. Yes, I will use the spell gem of identify that I have. Okay. So, uh, what does that look like when you use this spell gem? So this spell gem, I feel, would be a yellow, just uh, looks almost like a computer chip that's uh, sparkly gold, yellow. Mm -hmm. And I would take it and um, Thrawny would use some of their mystical energy to um, charge it in their hand. And then it would just sort of glow warmly and evaporate. Okay. And onion would start to glow a similar color and um, Thorny would have an idea of whatever it 
whatever it is. Okay. Yeah, so um, the glowing kind of encircles this onion and uh, then comes back to your head and it, it goes in through your eyes and your eyes alight. Um, and it's like you're seeing it with a veil pulled over from it. You can identify what it looks like, what its function is, and even its name. Uh, you know that it's an astral transponder, and it's developed to help remotely hack secure computers. Uh, it uses the transitive astral plane to discreetly transmit data to another computer in a pre-programmed location. Nabu, I think this might be something that you can work with. I was lighting a candle in real life, and I like to think that Dr. Joe's also was like <laughs> with her Playboy bunny lighter in the middle well, of I a mean, lab. You know nothing of mysticism, so you're like, I think candles are involved. I think candles. I have tarot. I'm ready to go. So what? You like burn the card? <laughs> How does this work? I don't know. But there might be a way to use this to trace back to where it's the information is being transmitted. And I can certainly try and see if I can figure it out. We also might be able to figure out what was sent. Yes, that's really my concern right now. I mean, we we don't know why they were stealing things and obviously this suit as they gesture to the empty tube where the solar scout ensemble was or something. We don't necessarily know that it was an outfit. We don't know what was in the tube. I'm mentally replacing Solar Scout with Sailor Scout, and I'm loving it. <laughs> Sorry. You're welcome! <laughs> Which was my fault from last week. <laughs> do we want to do this here, or do we want to try and do it on the hoopty with A-Hole's help? We don't really know what it's connected to, and honestly, I don't want to risk it hacking our systems. Um, as you're you're looking around, you do notice that the transponder um, was plugged into a DCI computer. Like like it had originally been there, or no? Um, it doesn't resemble any of the other. Um, machinery or equipment in that space it looks like it was brought in by the bloodshots this doesn't look like the produce department it belongs in. <laughs> <laughs> um would i be able to remove it oh, um, I, I already did i thought because i took it and put it in my inventory like you told me to oh my goodness um <laughs> yes <laughs> just like a wire running from the computer into your pocket <laughs> <laughs> Right. Awesome. Throny, let me see that for a moment and Navu will disconnect actually disconnect it from the computer. Because remember we had discussed turning it off before. Yeah. No, we there was a jammer as yes. well as the transponder. And the jammer we haven't turned off yet because um we wanted to wait till we were done questioning, so we may probably turn it off now, but are you going to try to investigate the DCI computer to find out? Absolutely. Okay. That, that, Kenny, you know me. That's the, the answer is yes. Okay. Would we get a bonus if we waited for Nib to show up? We have Yzra. Oh, fair. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, I can give you a... Yzra couldn't open the door. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you know what? Yzra's clearance seems really low, if you ask What me. I will do is if Yzra <laughs> wants to assist, instead of the normal plus two, if you're successful, you'll get a plus four. Roll that, that. sweet, sweet assist. Ten plus. Should we just do your computers? Plus. Yep. Good luck. Not great. Oh. <laughs> Oof. All right. Israel really got demoted a few times, a few dozen times. <laughs> <laughs> well, what is Israel's title at the DCI? I think Israel has like told everyone that the title is like security advisor or something, but probably more akin to janitor. <laughs> so as you, um, uh, Navu, as you start trying to hack into the DCI computer to find out what was going on, as soon as you press the carriage return to kind of enter your command in to try to get through those various security uh, gates. An alarm goes off and it starts blaring much like the alarm that you heard earlier. Okay. I'm going to try a different tack. Is there a way, like some systems will record every keystroke. Would I be able to see what was input into the system after they deactivated the alarm. You can continue to try to hack the system because it's basically going to be trying to break through the original line of security to get through to see what was done inside the system. So I'll give you um, two more attempts before you're okay. just locked out. Oh! <laughs> that looked like it was going to be a 16. <laughs> yeah, I got excited. Twelve, it is. I'm okay. Oh, oh my god! What? Try or not, never oh, mind. One. Oh, now <laughs> the, the alarm becomes more insistent and starts <laughs> the flashing. Uh, no, Could so... I walk over and be like, "Hold on, let me, let me." <laughs> I mean, who would stop you? <laughs> For some reason, I have a plus six computers. Cannot tell you why, and two cannot tell you where. That didn't help anything. All right. <laughs> <laughs> So um, as you all are kind of like coming up to the keyboard, giving it your attempt, uh, Nib comes in. What all happened? They hacked into the system, but it's not letting us see what they did. They used this object and they hold up the transponder to copy something. And I was trying to figure out what it is, but clearly your security while more sophisticated than I am at the moment um, was not beyond their ability to hack. Some DCI security comes in with Nib and they get Vatic up to their feet and walk them out of the, the area. Nice um, of them to show up now. And Nib looks a little bewildered but you know kind of starts focusing. Okay let me see if I can help. And Nib comes to the keyboard, and the alarm gets silenced. While she's working on the computer, does anyone want to um, look a little bit more into the transponder? I do. Okay. I want to do a mysticism um, check to okay. see if I can trace where it's going using magic. Great. Come on, Fantasy Grounds. Stop hating. Oh, a 21. We do a magical star six nine. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. 
Um, I think since you used the identify gem, um, I'm also I'm gonna give it to you because you're a little bit shy of what the DC is, but that's okay. We'll we'll give you this information. There are coordinates that you're able to pull from the the data stream, uh, so you know where the coordinates to which the the stream data was going. You can try to cross reference that with a map to get a, an exact location. Yeah, I'd like to do that, but. Also, is there a way for me to tell how much data was sent? Nope. Okay. It's it's merely a tool. Okay. So what do I do for this cross-reference, or do I just give it to Nabu? <laughs> Go to the infosphere. Pull up Moogle Maps. <laughs> Wait, that's another property. Uh, <laughs> it quick, something puzzle. <laughs> it's Spoogle. Spoogle Maps? <laughs> Space Google. Spoogle. That's what we've called it before, I believe. Okay. Yep. Uh, so you can you can do your uh, do a culture check, I guess. Culture? Yeah. Okay. I like culture. I don't have any. Ooh. A ten. Your your spoogle foo is not with you today. But like I said, I would hand this off to Navu. So. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can try. Um. Dang. <laughs> We're not rolling well today. The RNG does not like. Holy crap. Surely it'll work. This is this is something that you can take ten on, um, and with whatever bonuses you have, because you aren't under a ton of pressure right now, except for you know the alarm that's you know been just shut off and the hustle and bustle of people you know clearing bodies. You're able to uh, determine that the data went to a location called Cryogenerics. Hmm. Does this familiar. sound familiar? Yes. Mm. How does this sound familiar? Can I take a 20 to find out? Um, yeah, I mean, you. Um, I'm not sure which one of you did, but one of you pulled a key card from Vadek's um, uh, possession. I think that was Nabu. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a, a key card for cryogenerics. We have a location and a key to get into the location. Yes. Looking and us a heist. I mean, I, I'm waiting on Kenny to answer my question i'm sorry repeat the question i was lost in a book <laughs> <laughs> i wanted to take a 20 mm -hmm. and figure out what i can find out about this company okay um, or if it is a company yeah no you can definitely take a 20 on that you know that's a cooling industry uh so calming in the burning archipelago is almost invisible uh, as a result numerous criminal organizations rely on the service to front their legal operations Instead of money laundering, it's money cooling. Because I know you're thorough, or I know Nabu's thorough, uh, they mm -hmm. would have also checked the uh, infosphere. A Corona business called Meltdown Scrappers acquire, acquired cryogenerics last year. Let's see here. Ooh, um, Meltdown Scrappers. This year, more than one group of security professionals among numerous independent corona firms has marked cryogenerics as a front operation for their bloodshots. Also, a gang called the Sirocco wants control of the warehouse. So, wait. This is conflicting. Yes. Yes, it Be is. Okay, I didn't know if that was intentional or the DM got confused. That sounded mean. Um... <laughs> No, it's well, because like you just said that <laughs> it's known to be a, like to have multiple illegal fronts through this company. 
but then it's also known as a specific front for just this gang. So, and I the, didn't the, know if that dissonance was intentional or somebody misread something, and that's the, what I meant. The cooling industry as a whole is so ubiquitous. It's known as a. It's known to be a front for. Crim- uh, uh, criminal organizations. This Got one it. specifically, cryogenerics, has been uh, identified as a likely a front for the bloodshots. Okay, but it's also owned by a holding company or by a business called Meltdown Scrappers. Okay, because there was a lot of information. I'm like, I can't note fast enough, and now things are just <laughs> melding. And nobody else is noting. That's for sure. <laughs> What's Dr. Joe doing with all of this information? <laughs> I muted myself. Um, I mean, I like I I don't know if she unless she's like heard about them in any way, but I don't think she'd really be familiar with them. I think she is just lighting candles and ready to go for whatever the <laughs> she's like she's she's very much going with flow, ready to go where the party mm-hmm. believes. But like I I don't think I would have heard anything other than what we've garnered, right? Yeah, I mean, it, it depends on, like, how, how connected do you think Dr. Joe would be to criminal enterprise? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I'm letting you write your dead. own backstory, so... I <laughs> know, uh, I, think, I think that, like, she... Um, I think that she's not, like, the best person in the world, but I don't think she's, like, a bad person. I think she, like, w- wouldn't be getting involved in, like, criminal activity. So, so yeah, she probably awful. doesn't know a lot. Unless she like had members of certain criminal syndicates on her show to like talk about their pasts or and lead a better life, like <laughs> like dumb stuff like that. But yeah, she probably would not know anything. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. Cool. And if anything at cer- certain point does jump out as to like intersect with Doctor Joe's world, we can work that in. <laughs> I do want to remind us. Her that. backstory is ever growing. We <laughs> we never know. You rolled really well on knowledge of mama and there was some jokes that mama was an ex or something because you rolled really well on that <laughs> oh i forgot about that <laughs> both Mackenzie and callie rolled really well on that uh-huh like you all were a thruple was the joke <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> a polycule <laughs> a polycule the villain <laughs> yes, yeah, so I guess I can only voice. think of if there's any information I can remember about Mama. I guess since I kind of maybe know her, I don't know. Also, I'm very sorry about the motorcycles outside my door. If you can hear them. All right, uh, I will. Um, there, time is actually compressing. So, um, the the twenty that you took for uh, investigating cryogenerics, that's spent. You can roll an additional computer's check to try to find out more information about Meltdown Scrappers. You knew what I was going to ask before I even did it. I got this. <laughs> Oof. Okay. Um, <laughs> Fantasy Grounds just wants to kill me. Yeah. You, um, you put the information into Spoogle. You, you're not really seeing much else. You, you see that Meltdown Scrappers owns a place called The Meltdown, a scrapyard and recycling center open to the public only a few days a week. And and, um, the scrapyard is also listed in a local business directory as a pawn shop. Hmm. Um, And that's the information you can find. Okay. Um, 
Isra, you're head of security around here. Can you can you get any better information? And I just want to look at Nib's face to see what happens. <laughs> Nib is engrossed in the computer okay. right now. <laughs> Isra just like nods uh, quickly, <laughs> like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, let me consult uh, my knowledge from security. And can I do like a culture check just to see if I've heard scuttlebutt about that company in general rather than looking it up? Sure. I I, I will give you the same DCs for, for the computer check. Uh, 15 Ooh. and 7 is 22. So 22. So you know that um, the previous owner was a human named Sharik Le Pradur. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Yep, that's how it should be said. Uh, no. <laughs> they died several years ago. Uh, Sharik oh, left okay. the business to someone named Thrush Ved. You know, I seem to recall information about the business being transferred to a Thrush Ved not too long ago. Unfortunately, that is all that I recall. Anyone can do a subsequent search on that information? Computers? Sure. I, I have a plus three. Anyone got better? No. A plus no, six? <laughs> Come on, Dr. Joe. <laughs> All right, I'll do a Google search. Jeez. Oof. Uh, <laughs> I'm so glad you're helping me. <laughs> oh, I rolled a two. Never two. mind. Oh, okay. oh, my gosh. You said his name was Tash? No, no, no. Throsh. Throsh. R-O-S-H. Okay. Ved. No relation. Sorry. I, 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 that's why I was like, wait, there's a thread here. <laughs> as I'm frantically thrush. flipping back through my notes. <laughs> There's no getting away from the rolls. Nice. Ooh, let's see here. 23, though. Nice. I will give you the the help with Dr. Joe rolling. Because <laughs> Dr. Joe just made a help roll at that. So let's <laughs> let's let's say that happened. The the information that you found um with doing basically news articles pop up with meltdown and thrush bed it shows headlines saying you know uh gang activity um and bloodshots involved uh mama thrush whose members are primarily akeshtis the bloodshots are suspects of smuggling and larceny especially of vehicles and equipment the scrapyard can recycle specifically says mama mm-hmm. it, it definitely looks like we should investigate this scrapyard it seems Mama's directly connected to it. As soon as you uh, are, are like kind of find out this information, uh, Nib pokes her head up. She says, "Oh no, a lot of data is missing. Missing? missing. Not copied? No, missing. Uh, everything regarding the scouting missions and the solar atmosphere around the far portal, uh, survey work, all gone." And we haven't even had the chance to review any of these findings. Specifically regarding the far portal? Yeah. Can I, I, you've done so much for us, but you're the most capable and we have credits. Can, can you go find our data? There's no one higher than level three in this. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally had like any RPG be like you're like level one and they're like you, <laughs> the most powerful people in the world, level one adventurers. You have to Unlimited be the ones potential. to 
to defeat the dragon. <laughs> or perhaps we go to cryogenerics then. I, I think we do, some of us do need to rest. Uh, that makes sense. Um, and uh, some one of the security officers comes in and you know leans down, hands Nib a, a data pad reporting things and walks out. Oh, uh, it looks like some of the mineral cases were broken into. Do were you able to find the samples? We were. We we, we found some. Ones. Oh, well that's that's marvelous. Uh, Aren't those ours now? <laughs> the backpacks they were in yeah. are ours now. <laughs> I I feel like there's just like. The bodies strewn around, and then wherever, once we got all the backpacks off, you just see the minerals, like, next to the bodies. <laughs> As we were emptying out the backpacks to put our stuff in it. <laughs> that sounds like us. Yeah. Well, and plus, we're not going to steal something that we were able to tell from looking at it was already being stolen. I mean. <laughs> I look at Dr. Joe. Really? <laughs> We have no evidence that Dr. Joe steals money. Exactly. <laughs> well, valuable. No, <laughs> Nib hands over. I have um, so much money and royalties coming <laughs> towards me, probably. I, mechanically on paper in Starfinder, I don't have a lot of money. But <laughs> theoretically, I make royalties. I love it. Okay. Uh, that is Dr. Joe's real secret. Nib uh, turns to... She's broke. <laughs> <laughs> Nib turns to Yzra. Um, here, uh, here's the um, gratuity for for all of your, your you and your team's efforts. And she hands you a, a data pad with a credit transfer for 1,500 credits. I'm the team leader now. <laughs> you do have the captain post it. Um, thank you. We will pursue the next course of action to find what has happened to the data. You know how important this data is to the DCI, and I don't have to impress that upon you. <sighs> All of this, such a mess. Thank you again. Uh, Isra lays like a, a comforting tentacle on the shoulder and says, we'll do our best. Remember, I'm part of the DCI too, and I believe in its purpose. I'm grateful that this team has been able to work with you and you've been able to work with them. Um, all right, so um, you all rest, so heal yourselves up entirely. is it a short rest no this will like it depends do you want only a short rest do you want to take oh. a longer rest <laughs> what do you all want to do the information's all tied to a uh, bubble of the burning archipelago uh, whoa burning archipelago uh, called corona and the only way to get to corona from where you are at are using line crawlers nice. Oh boy. So, so no GD hoopty. Got it. No GD hoopty. It's a few it's like an hour transit, not 
It, yeah, about. So if you would like a longer rest, you'll have to take it out of the DCI. So, I mean, how long on the line crawler is the journey from um, Asana Town to Corona? Let me pull up a map. Because, because the journey itself could count as a short rest. Right. And then Mackenzie can use her fun feature and I can get Look some alive, of my stamina people. back. <laughs> yeah. It's like, please, stamina. <laughs> yeah, it went for broke. <laughs> yeah, boot to the throat. Goodness. Yeah, it, it's going to be uh, not too long of a journey. Um, it would take about an hour, though. Long enough for a short rest. Yep. Okay. Um, so you um, make your way uh, through the line crawler. You are in this solar tube. You see the sun below you is uh, kind of shielded. Um, with uh, Some of the light is shielded, but it's still fairly bright. Uh, you make it into Corona, and um, you see that the hues of light are very different here. Um like something is going on with the solar shielding and as soon as the doors open up on the uh, line crawler a wet heat envelops the car as it opens it's very very hot what does look alive do for us mackenzie so uh, basically, she gave you all a very wonderful look alive speech, and you have a plus two bonus to uh, perception and initiative checks for the next hour. Oh, nice. Um, what what would that speech look like? Like, what would Doctor Jones? Oh say no, I don't want to. Yes, yes. Improv. <laughs> Do it. I, I'm tired. Uh, <laughs> she she like she's not feeling great, and she uses her resolve to to just maintain her stamina, and she takes a deep breath, and she's like, "All right, people." We're on our way. We gotta look alive. We gotta be our best. We gotta work together. And even though we haven't known each other for a very long time, I believe in us. Well, we don't know each other. You know what I mean. I believe in us, and I believe that you are all working towards your best selves. And I can see inside of you the strength that spills out that will beat the asses of these people who have stolen from our darling little Nibsy, who I care about for weird reasons. But. <laughs> We're going to do this. I believe in you all. I think you're all beautiful. That's another thing. Uh, and she just sort of starts complimenting kind of for just random things about every single person. And, and to the point where she's at a certain point, not even helping. She's just ranting uh, to hear herself speak. And, uh, but, the, but for somehow, you all feel a little bit like maybe it gives you a laugh and it makes you feel a little bit better. Or maybe you're looking away so much. That's why your perception's better. I have no clue. But uh Everyone is now a little bit more on the jump and a little bit more perceptive. You know, she, she makes us feel better about it, our interrupted sleep. Yes. Awesome. And this was supposed to be some downtime after like a very busy 24 hours of liberating an entire sphere of mm -hmm. the archipelago. And now we're off to another one. And it's like the minute we step off and it's like humid. I'm checking if this is normal. Was that a culture check, Kenny? Uh, yeah. Go ahead. 
can I help? Roll to see if we're going to die. I can't. Ooh. Hey. So that makes it a dirty 20. You know that uh, you've heard that um, when going to Corona that you need to take extra precaution because the solar bubble um, is not as strong as the other solar bubbles. It's, it's malfunctioning. And uh, sometimes... Uh, we should not be the ones to try to fix it with these rolls, is all I'm saying. Sometimes yeah. just a, a little solar flare comes well, it, through and it, if it's, Yeah, it's like if it's a known issue, yeah, it's we're a, not going to fix it. It's a known thing. This is something that happens in Corona. Okay. That's what I wanted to establish, because the last time we got off a line crawler and weirdness happened, we were required to fix it in order to complete our mission. So... <laughs> No, this is this is something that this is just Corona. Oh no, it's just Corona. <laughs> is there a shop around where we get off? Well, so as soon as you get off, you see. Um, Amazing. Huh. Oh, oh yes, yes. <laughs> Sorry. As we exit Sorry. the line crawler, is there, there a place where I can purchase spell gems? You do see um, a a map. And uh, the nearest shopping center is called the Brass Bazaar. So That's why this sounded familiar. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sorry, the player just is like... <laughs> I think maybe we want to go to the Brass Bazaar and pick up some uh, spell gems of life bubble so that this is a little less horrific. I thought you could cast that on all I of us. I did before the update. Oh. It is no longer a thing that Thrawny can do unless they use a spell gem. It's not in my spell. Patched out. <laughs> it was I key. swear to God, I thought you had done it after we started the AP, but I. They I, only updated in Fantasy Grounds uh, when we started book two, a little bit before. So all of book one, I was just. Going using the. Cheating. Yeah. <laughs> you were no, you weren't cheating. You were using the test material. So true. You were using the beta. So at any rate, I anyway. do know about this spell from that reality line, but there the new go. reality stream, I no longer have it. But I think okay. it would be useful to us. Okay. I, I suppose we could get more ammunition while we're there. We have. Like- I mean, I always, I'm always for more grenades. Oh, fair enough. Dr. Joe could probably use some as well. I love grenades. <laughs> so, and maybe Yzra can actually get a weapon that she can use? Uh, Yzra has noodles. And with noodles, every weapon will become my weapon. And you do still have the knife. <laughs> yeah, I still can stab somebody. We could can get we you just... some throwing knives. Just curl Can up we just a whole bunch of them. that we did the shopping. No, we'll just get a band to go around your helmet. <laughs> we'll just add mess. a magnetic strip to the helmet. Okay, okay, I like it. Like a knife rack. <laughs> but they're all pointing up so that your noodles yes! can actually get cut. That's adorable. Can we just retcon <laughs> that we did the shopping at the 
uh, DCI gift shop and got grenades and ammo. A part of this AP is the flavor of the Brass Bazaar. Oh, never mind. (laughs) Let us just go to the Brass Bazaar. (laughs) The flavor and the history of the Brass Bazaar. Um, Does it include our prior uh, (laughs) (laughs) experience there from season one? That was a while ago, I think. I think that was a long while ago. So the... the... For any listeners who may not have listened to season one and tuned in for season two, or our players who were not here for season one, there was a bombing at the Brass Bazaar by our BBEG of that particular campaign. Um, So I I think entering in the Brass Bazaar, you do see a plaque dedicated to those whose lives were lost. Not those who saved them? No, wait. Oh my goodness. Goodness, no. <laughs> uh, yeah. Thank you all for joining us today. Um, let us do our sign offs, uh, and we will begin um, at the very end with Kelric. Hello, I am Kelric. You can find me on Twitter at Cormalon. That's C O R M A L L O N. I also monitor the uh, at EQ Points Twitter. And I do this, and on alternating Sundays from uh, <laughs> Starfinder, I narrate the Cuminera podcast that we do, which uh, is with Kenny and uh, a few other people who are totally awesome. It's really fun. And that's what I'm doing right now. Fantastic. Thanks, Kelric. Uh, Mackenzie. Am I muted? I'm not muted. Hi, um, I'm Mackenzie. I am on the social media at Mackenzie Wilkes and uh, I'm here every other Saturday as well as on Wednesdays I do Rise of the Demigods twitch.tv slash godsfall uh, we might be shifting to live stuff more live stuff instead of pre-filmed so stay tuned for that I also do uh, podcasts called uh, Dungeons Dice and Everything Nice and Dungeon Wives and for non-D&D things I am doing a very feral, silly, gay rewatch podcast of Desperate Housewives with my friend Liz, where we just talk about (laughs) these older women and their dramatic lives, and I am having the time of my life. So uh, if you want some non-D&D content or non-TTRPG content, swing over there to Desperate House Dykes. (laughs) (laughs) Which I always forget to say the name. (laughs) But uh, yeah, that's me. Fantastic. Thanks, Mackenzie. Kelly. That name is so good. Uh, I'm Callie. You can find me on Twitter at the Grief Um, When I'm not here with the lovely folks at AQP, I have a podcast, Roll to Fail Pod, uh, which is every other Monday. We're currently doing an Into the Odd arc, and it's pretty good. I hope. Um, and you can check that out. And then that's all that I'm currently working on, which is a nice balance for me. <laughs> nice. Thanks, Callie. And Steph. I'm Steph. Um, you can find me on the Twitter at Steph underscore Bard. Um, and when I'm not here rolling dice, I am on my podcast, Film Fatales. Um, we're going to be coming back soon in June, which I'm excited for our first episode. Um, I think this comes out before we announce what we're watching. So I, but so just kind of keep look at Fatal's cast social medias for hints as to what we're doing for Pride Month. Nice, fantastic. Thank you, Steph. 
And again, my name is Kenny. You can find me on Twitter at Punderdrone. When I am not trying to kill my players with solar flares, I am uh, playing Hillian on Cumanera, who is a an earnest jack who howls at the moon and turns into a deliciously amazing were-rabbit. Um, yeah, uh, outside of that, um, don't have much else going on. Just living life. Um, saying that, um, uh, it's very important that everyone pays attention to what's going on right now, speaks out, Black Lives Matter, and uh, anyone else who says anything else, use your privilege and uh, have that conversation. Don't close your eyes. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Thank you for listening to Experience Point Starfinder. If you're looking for more TTRPG podcasts in your life, we recommend checking out our sister podcast, Roll to Fail. They are six friends who have no business behind the mic or rolling dice. If you like what we create, then you should check out Cuminera, an adventure utilizing Numenera, releases every other Friday. This unlikely team is working for the Order of Truth to help communities under the influence of the strange and weird effects of Numenera. You can easily find it and all other recent episodes of our shows on our website, experiencepoints.com. Hello and welcome to St. Fleur, where the city is modern, the fantasy is urban, and the faction politics are at an all-time high. Join us in Shadows of St. Fleur as we follow the wizard, Alistair Lockwood, Regret to inform you, I'm not a wizard. I am a master of the arcane arts. The scholar, Jeremiah Roderick Crawford. I'm an earl, you know, and you're a baron. Those words carry some weight. The wolf, Victor Margaret. Victor stands on the bridge in the cold. Fuck. The fae who is known only as Silk. Um, do we know if this was a, you know, a, a standard mugging? And the vamp, Alex Juro. Quite because the first time the door opens, I'm going to push her out. Through their experience in the city. Shadows of St. Fleur is an Urban Shadows actual play podcast with a majority LGBTQ plus cast playing characters finding their way through faction politics, all in pursuit of their own individual goals. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts.